0: Hello and welcome to the program UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about Oregon Loggers Bigfoot Encounter. That's correct. Oregon Loggers Bigfoot Encounter. Now, I know some people maybe think that talking about Bigfoot strays a little bit from the topic of UFOs, but I have this suspicion that these Bigfoot are connected with UFOs because so many times we see them in connection with UFOs. Uh, I don't really see these things so much as a flesh and blood, blood animal as maybe some sort of creature that is shifting from their dimension into our dimension. Yes, while they're here, maybe they do take on this flesh and blood character. Uh, you know, we have reports that their DNA has been sampled. Of course, it always comes back uh, as something that can't be uh, determined what it is, or it could possibly be an animal of some sort, not uh, particularly Uh, Diagnosed specifically as a ape or bear or deer, there's always this kind of, I don't know, sketchy uh, aura that surrounds it. But there's so many reports of these things, and they seem to be, uh, like I said, more like some sort of an ET character, as they fade in and out of our own reality. I don't see these things as being this large population of animals uh, that's supported by uh, the environment, although there are a lot of wide open spaces out there in Oregon that could do just that. Another thing I find uh, really interesting about the topic of Bigfoot is how emotionally invested people become in it, not so much the people that believe in it, but the people that are afraid to believe in it. I have to tell you about a personal experience I had a while back. I'm playing uh, poker; I like to do that sometimes. And the young guy dealing uh, the game, we got to chatting a little bit, and he he told us that he was from Oregon. So you know me; I had to ask. I said, uh, "Have you ever uh, seen a Bigfoot?" And he very seriously told me, "Yes, I think I have twice." And with that, there was an eruption at one end of the table. Was some people getting really loud and saying, "Oh, that's stupid! That can't possibly be! They've never found any bodies," and I said, "Hey guys, you know, I'm not, I'm not talking about religion or politics here. I'm just asked a young man a simple question, and he gave me an honest answer. I couldn't, I couldn't talk him down. There was just so much negative emotion uh, around their uh, belief system, and, and it wasn't based on uh, their political views or religious views or anything like that. It was just this need to not believe." and Bigfoot, which this is so strange to me, how such a, which I think is an interesting and fascinating topic, can sometimes bring out the the angriest debunkers that you will ever find. Well, the the young fellow did tell me, in fact, he said, I think I saw a couple of them. He told me that he was with a, a cousin, I think he said, camping uh, deep in the, in the uh, woods there in Oregon. And he said, you have to understand, he said, you can just go for miles and not see another person. And he said, Really, people say that these things couldn't survive. But he said, there's a lot of uh, plant material there that they could eat and live on. And he said, plenty of uh, fresh water. And he said, you could literally walk for days in some of these places and not see enough another person. So he said, yes, I think that they could exist there as a flesh and blood animal. Well, that's an interesting concept, too. Anyway, just kind of getting that out of um, the way there. I still find it a fascinating topic that deserves to be covered and deserves some serious attention. Now, this article comes to us from phantomsandmonsters.com and dated Sunday, September 11th, 2022. So just about a year ago. The title says, Logger's Harrowing Bigfoot Encounter in Southern Oregon. It's got a picture here of this very beautiful area. And the guy talking in the little video video here says his name is Lou Strickler. And I'll put the link up to the Buy Me a Coffee website go there and check it out. Looks like a pretty neat site. It says a Southern Oregon logger describes his harrowing encounter with a pair of Bigfoot. His attempt to get a photograph of one of the creatures nearly caused him to be attacked. And it begins by saying, quote, this happened to me in the mountains of Southern Oregon. I'm 48 years old and have spent my life hunting, fishing, camping, and for the last years working in the wood mountains, wood slash mountains, that is. You can't live in Oregon and not have heard of Bigfoot. It's like a Canadian never having heard about moose or hockey. However, minus a possible encounter with one at age 13, I've I've actually never seen one. That is until last year. I've worked in a particular area of the wilderness for two years by myself. The first year was uneventful, and in the woods you'd hear normal wildlife sounds. Last year, in late February, however, that all changed. I was in one of the spots in the mountains riding a chainsaw, I had just felled a tree. I made one cut into it and off to the west I heard four thundering blasts like something took a big solid piece of wood and tried to break a tree in half with it. It was meant to be loud. It sounds like knocking to me. I immediately stopped and looked in the direction it came from. It sounded like it may have been off in the distance a bit. Maybe like it echoed from somewhere off the mountain. I went back to work approximately 30 minutes later i had moved 80 yards east on the slope and fell another tree again i made one cut into it when suddenly there are four more loud blasts from directly behind me from the south whatever it was it it had followed me and got up behind me this time i flipped around looking up the hill briefly and then just picked up my saw and left that area for the day and went home whatever it was i felt didn't want me there. Well, maybe this thing felt like this person was, you know, invading their area, cutting down their trees, and this is the kind of reaction I would expect. He goes on and says, About a week later I was in a different spot on the mountain. I was cutting firewood and had my three month old German shepherd with me. She was always at my feet everywhere I went, which will come into play here shortly. Anyway, I fell out and cut some standing silver madrone about thirty yards off the road. I was packing as big of logs as I could throw on my shoulder down the bank above the road, pitching them down to the load, to load in my truck. I had made several trips and decided to go down the six-foot embankment to the truck and grab a cold one. As I climbed up the bank, I looked down the tree line to my east at around 80 yards away. I see what looks to be a large red-haired silhouette standing next to a large fir tree. The sun was off to its back and lit up part of the left shoulder, the head, its right shoulder, right arm, and leg. I could not really see anything except an outline of reddish-brown hair that the sun was hitting from behind. I wasn't really sure what I was looking at, but eventually I found out. Anyway, I'm thinking maybe my mind's playing tricks on me and I go back to work. I made a few trips packing logs one at a time on my shoulder and decided to stop and look back down there again. Now, look, I have to tell you, if that had been me and I saw what might possibly be a Bigfoot leaning up against a tree, I'd have been out of there. Also, he talks about having his dog. Well, you know, I've heard lots of stories where these Bigfoot really do not like dogs. Maybe they see these things as uh, wolves. And as a natural predator, I don't know. He goes on and says, however, this time I don't see it. I'm still convinced I'm not actually seeing anything in particular. I make a few more trips down to the truck and I look down there again. This time at that exact moment, my dog starts growling. I look down at her and she's facing the opposite direction I am, growling into the woods. That was freaking unnerving. I looked and I see nothing, but once again, I pack up and leave immediately. Yeah, you wouldn't have had to tell me twice goes on and says, now things start to get scary. Several days later, I'm heading up the mountain. I have earbuds in listening to a podcast and it was a dreary overcast morning. It is around eight to nine o'clock. So it was daylight, but not like a bright sunny day. I came around the corner that followed a little rock ledge and then flattened out for an opening. Something caught my attention to the left. I'm still at this thing thinking, what the blank is this? As I approach, I'm looking right into the face of something that my brain registers as a blanking gorilla. I'm about parallel with it when I realize what I was looking at. There was no doubt that it was 100% a Bigfoot that was squatted down. I very clearly see this animal as it was only 60 feet or so off the road. It was black in color and looked like it was covered in four inches of dreadlocks. The hair was matted looking. And the arms and shoulders were massive. It had black eyes, a kind of conical shaped forehead, and it was kind of a gray blue collar. The brow ridge was very pronounced as well as his cheekbones. It had forward-facing nostrils and just looked like pure evil to me. I find it fascinating that he observes this thing and the emotional impression that he gets is evil. Okay, that's that's what he's feeling. It's as if he is intuitively using his emotional intelligence to assess the situation. He goes on and says this all happened so fast that it took my brains a few seconds to think, to stop and get a better look and take a picture. (laughs) I have to tell you, folks, taking a picture would not be my first priority at that point. He says at that point I had driven by it. There was a place to turn around my F-250 just ahead. So I hit the gas and sped up to it turned around and headed back while ripping out my earbuds and getting the camera ready. However, it was gone. It couldn't have taken me two minutes, but it was gone. So I drove back and forth through this area, probably four or five times searching, looking for anything that may have possibly tricked my mind somehow. However, there's nothing even remotely close to what I saw. This guy's got a lot more uh, bravado than I do. I've heard so many times about these Bigfoot actually being able to run and catch up with vehicles. I don't know how fast these things can run, but I wouldn't want to be the one to find out. Goes on and says, so I ended up telling a couple of people about this. One was my brother, and he asked why I didn't get a picture. I tried to explain. By the time I processed what I was looking at, I was literally passing it by, and then it took a second to think about getting a picture. By that time, it was gone. Okay, now things really got scary to me. Exactly three days later, I was back up on the mountain cutting firewood and had my German Shepherd with me. I was in the spot on the mountain that led to a dead end. I turned around and pulled off the side of this old dirt mountain road. There's an area full of standing dead Madrone. Around 100 yards below this road was an old regrowth area. A bunch of 8 foot tall Douglas fir trees down there. I'm cutting some wood, maybe 30 feet from the road. When I notice something black in between two of the small Douglas fir trees, I see this black thing, and immediately think it's the black Bigfoot I saw previously. I think about my brother questioning me too as as to why I didn't get a picture. So in a moment of courage, which I soon regretted, I thought I'm going to get a picture. I walked back up to the truck, grabbed my semi-auto 12 gauge, put three extra double odd buckshot rounds in my breast pocket of my overalls, took out my cell phone and got ready for a picture. Now, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a big time hunter. But I'm not sure buckshot's going to do anything to something the size of one of these Bigfoot. I mean, you might get lucky with a 12-gauge slug. Even then, to me, it's like you're shooting at your own risk. I would not recommend it. And also, if it was some kind of a prankster out there, it would be horrible to have shot some lunatic in a Bigfoot costume. But my real concern would be... uh, getting physical with one of these things. I'm not thinking that it's a good idea, in my opinion, to get aggressive if you would come across one of these things. Maybe better off to observe and let them quietly pass. That's just me. I guess I'm a pacifist. He says, I'm headed back there and was about halfway when I looked down at my feet to check on my dog. She wasn't there. So I turned around and she was sitting watching me from beside the truck. So I called her name and she didn't move. At that same time, I heard four steps from down below me where I'd been headed to get a picture. These steps were heavy and broke broke branches on the ground with every step. I swung around that way and at that moment from over the truck, I heard something I'd never heard before. I have a hard time explaining it. It was a sequence of sounds that almost sounded ape-like with some suction-like clicking sounds thrown in. At that moment, my heart sank into my stomach and it all came together. I was surrounded. No doubt the black thing had just I had just heard take four steps. It was the same beast I had just looked right into the face of three days before. There was no doubt that the red-haired one was above me. Holy blank. I froze for a moment, then started sounding like a crazy man. I literally verbalized, I'm sorry, I'll not try to approach you anymore. I'm going to put my gun down and just need to pick up this wood. I cut and I'm leaving. So I did got back up to the truck and I lent the 12 gauge shotgun up against it. I loaded up the wood and my stuff and left. <laughs> Good idea my friend. He says I didn't go back to that area for a while and when I did it was like the mountain was back to normal. The wildlife and the sounds were there. I have no doubt that my drive to get a picture and to show my brother nearly got me killed. If I'm ever in that situation again there will be zero chance that I try to get closer in order to take a picture. No blanking way. I just think that is a great story. It just seems so heartfelt as this person just writes their account of meeting this Bigfoot out there in the this heavy timber, this wooded area in Oregon. I have no doubt in my mind these things are out there. Like I said, personally, I lean toward these things being some sort of interdimensional Creature, maybe these phase in and phase out, but that doesn't mean that they can't take on this physical shape and present a real danger to somebody who might try to attack them or harm them in some way. Uh, the mystery of the Bigfoot, I think, is one of the, is one of these things that is somehow connected to the UFO phenomena and this whole paranormal thing, and it deserves a lot more research. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.